And that's, I feel so weird asking this question, but it's the same first question. And I'm always apologetic about it. And I know your answer. So that's why it's weird asking you, but I want our audience to know it. And so the question is, what is your franchise story? How do you accidentally fall into franchising in the first place? Right. I think everybody's got their accidental into franchising story. Um, I, I actually started out in accounting and um, I was only going to do it for a few months until we moved back to California. I started out with um, then it was just Molly made and uh, just met an amazing team over there and realized that there was something bigger than accounting over there. Uh, and so worked my way up and got the opportunity to to learn so many different facets of franchising, everything from accounting to, uh, you know, training to the legal aspect of it, compliance, franchise disclosure documents uh, to operations and training. So it was a great learning ground for me, which then provided open the door to lots of other opportunities with other brands and being able to do everything from a startup uh, to more mature brands. So it's been fun. If you think back throughout throughout that journey, at what point do you really understand franchising? You obviously have a job, but on day one, you probably don't understand all the intricate workings and politics and everything else. At what point does it all click? <laughs> I don't know. Does it? <laughs> I feel like there are days that I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. I think where the rubber hits the road is when you get to spend some time with franchisees. I think that when you get to um, catch their fire in the belly, their, um, the fact that they have trusted you with their life savings uh, to build a legacy for them and their family, um, I think that's when it really hits. Uh, and, and, you know, working with a great team is awesome and, and having a great system is, is amazing, but franchisees is, it's where it's at. So at, I started in accounting, you probably had some interfacing, but not a ton at what, at what point are you actually seeing franchisees in your career? Yeah. Uh, so, um, well, for me, I saw them at annual conferences. Um, yeah. I, and so whatever role it was, whether it was accounting, whether it was um, uh, compliance, whether it was training. Um, I, I think the, the meeting them, seeing them, celebrating them at annual conferences, that was probably my, my biggest eye-opening moment of this, is, we're onto something pretty awesome here. Well, and part, part of the reason I'm going down this, this, this pathway, and I've been doing it with, with everybody that I've talked with, like you're you're in a in a job you work for a franchisor, uh, and you're starting to figure things out. And then you know there's some time that has to pass before you go to the first annual conference. And that's you in, in inside. Yeah. If we zoom out of you or me not in franchising, we don't have much of a knowledge base. Right. And so the industry almost takes that for granted because. We don't come out of the gates and educate people on what franchising is first. We skip ahead to saying this is what our brand is. Yeah. But yet it's so it's so like there's so many delicacies to it uh, that you, to someone that doesn't understand franchising, we're almost like the second they fill out that form, we're almost expecting them to, you know. Right, right. You know, it, it's interesting. I think so. Uh, I told someone the other day that I've been doing this for almost thirty years. I've been in the franchising industry, which is 
one, terrifying and shocking, but um, it just means I started when I was super young. But um, I think you're absolutely right. And so as you try to explain to them what you do, what, you know, because it's like, oh, crime scene, bio one, crime scene trauma cleaning. So uh, what have you seen? And, you know, they're so disappointed to hear that everything I, I share with them is, is what has been shared with me. I don't, I'm not on scene. Um, same thing when I was with residential cleaning, people said, oh, you must be the best house cleaner. And for years <laughs> I was trying to explain to them, I'm the worst house cleaner. That's why I, I work in franchising. I help people into business. That's what we do. So, yeah. So, okay. So you've seen variations of business and I, I know you on the personal side, like you're very consistent on who you are as a human. So therefore, currently the widget ends up being by a woman. But I would imagine you you take the same same approach because if, if I back up, you talked about life savings, you talked about the complexities of navigation. Like there, there's there's a lot. Yeah. Um, so now that you've come over here, how are you cross applying who you are as a human, what your experience has been to help impact this brand from a from a growth standpoint? Yeah, yeah. Nick, these are hard questions. <laughs> no, no, this is good. This is good. Um, uh, so I think there there are a number of things. Um, one is is anytime you go, anytime you change to a you know whether it's a brand or or whatever it is you're doing, um, I think, and I've it's taken me a while to learn this is that uh, who you are as a human is probably the most important piece. I mean, you come with lots of experience, you come with lots of relationships um, built and, and all of that, but who you are as a human, I think very much is what any franchise network is excited to learn. Um, you know, I, I, I think anybody gets a little nervous when they say, hey, a new sheriff in town, uh, what does she stand for? What does she represent? Is she here about, you know, is her goal just to, make lots of money or is her goal to help us grow as and and build build a, a profitable but continue to build a profitable business model so for me i look at it and i say hey you know it's a little of both you know i i don't think one is exclusive of the other i think my job is to come and create a um an amazing business model not just for five-star franchising but also for franchisees and also for the team that i lead uh, it's got it's got to work across you know all levels there. Tell me about what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's 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 yeah. on par. I mean, that's where like I in, in in franchising, I guess occasionally a founder would stay at a job for their for the totality of their career once they've landed on there. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, you are a professional in franchising and you've been to multiple types of brands. And so when you, when you land somewhere, you're at this point, you're not, you're not there to set the tone or, or learn what franchising is. You actually already have a model and a procedure and a, and a plan in place. You just happen to now have a new logo that you, you yeah. cross apply it to. And I think that's, like the, the benefit to business, obviously, is they get to rely on all of your years of experience um, to figure out, like, how are we going to have impact on, on the business? Um, but then from your standpoint, you're going to continue to grow yourself personally. And either whether it's bio one or it's 
it's Nick's hot dogs. It doesn't matter where you go to, you're just continuously building on how, how can you impact that person that, that invested their life savings into it. And you, like, you can hear it in your voice. Like, yes, you've worked for, for companies, but that's not who you really worked for. You worked for the franchisees and yeah. franchisees then that, that get that know that they have a, have a leader in place that is there to, to impact them any way that you possibly can. So I'm adding color on top of it, but no, I mean, yeah, that's, 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 that's what I think that's what you are. You're, you're a professional franchise uh, executive who knows how to impact businesses. Yeah. Well, and, and I think you hit on it as well as, is my ability to, uh, to continue to grow uh, and learn new things. I mean, I was, I was just talking to someone, um, we we're talking about AI and how do you, how do you implement that into your business? And, and, you know, three years ago, nobody even knew what that was. And, you know, five years ago, that didn't exist at all. And so when you look at it and you say, okay, yeah, this model continues to evolve uh, based on technology, based on uh, marketing changes. I mean, there's, there are so many aspects to it that makes it interesting and, and keeps you sharp. I, I like that you you mentioned AI. It's it's my new favorite hate word. But I'm like, when I think AI, I, I go like this. I'm like, yep, use that. When I was growing up, that's AI because it helps me figure out my math problems. Oh, and then th this guy, the, the AI in this helps me know where to go. And my I can play my music, watch my videos, watch my TikToks. I'm like, it's all been there. It's just a matter of how it reorganizes things. And it's, it's a new yeah. thing that makes life easier. Right. It doesn't replace, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But, but learning how to use it is, is, it is, it, it's, you, you know, we can be, I, I always, I always think about my grandma who had, you know, the 12 o'clock flashing on her VHS VCR. And she's like, don't set the clock. Don't set, I don't, I don't want to know how to set it. And, and I look at it and I say, okay, I am not going to be that person. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to learn these new things. I'm going to learn a new phone. I'm going to learn these things. And, and what I found is just one, I, I'm amazed. I mean, I was, I was talking with someone and um, we were talking about comparing FDDs and, you know, being able to, you know, pull some data and, you know, looking at your competitor FDDs and, say, and saying, but, you know, FDD is like the most boring thing in the world to read. And so how do you read four or five of them and not fall asleep? And so being able to use AI to do that um, and generate a report for me all day long. Yeah. yeah um, I'm glad you said the the flashing 12 o'clock because I can, I can picture seeing it. And then what I would love, eventually this is going to be the test on whether a franchisee is capable or not. You're going to say, hey, franchisee, can you can you go program that clock over there? They're like, what? <laughs> and I, I, I asked my kids the other day, I said, can you tell me what a fax machine is? And my, my youngest looks at me and goes, yeah, it tells you fax. I'm like, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's All right, so... Let's let's shift gears. Bio One, tell tell me, tell us what the what the brand is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Bio One, we are a crime scene trauma cleaning company. Uh, we are the people who you call in after the first responders have been there, um, after the body has been removed, um, and we come in and clean it up and get people back into their homes. 
uh, we work closely with insurance agents. Um, we also work, you know, we also do, you know, drug remediation. We do the hoarding cleans. We do kind of the things that nobody else wants to clean up. Um, just we're, we're, um, we're trained to do it where we've got, you know, the, the equipment, the chemicals, all of that to, to be able to come in and, and take care of things like that. It's a, it's, it's interesting. I think, you know, we all have our favorite true crime podcast that it makes it so interesting. Everybody wants to know, you know, what have you seen? What's the, you know, what's the latest and greatest. Um, I think the thing that, you know, is, is, that really attracted me to buy one was the fact that we do it. Um, we take a little bit different approach. It's less about the sensationalism about it. It's less about videos and, you know, you see all those they're they're all on YouTube and, and TikTok. but you can, the, the ability to, um, work with someone during the worst day of their life and being able to handle that with compassion, with empathy at a, and, and be able to help them understand our goal here is to get you back into your home as quickly as possible. And that's why it's our, our motto is help first business second. Um, at first it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, no, no, we're a franchise. We're business first, you know? Um, but, but as you get to know the model and you get to know our franchisees, you realize that for them, uh, you know, they're, they're like, Hey, how do I help this person? And then with that, we'll take care of the business piece of it after but let's, let's help you out. And you see it. I mean, you see it in, in our Google reviews, you see that people go online and they want to talk about the nice person who came and helped them on the worst day of their life or when they couldn't be there for a loved one and was able to take care of it. It's just, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and being in home services for as long as I, I have, it's, it's interesting to see reviews where consistently names are named, you know, the, Brian helped me. Joe took great care to explain the process and didn't rush through it. Um, Sarah was there uh, for my mom when she needed it because we couldn't be in town. It's pretty amazing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play through a statement and I want you to correct me at the end of it. As, as you're talking, I'm trying to figure out who's the persona of your franchisee, and I'm gonna tell you what my perception is. Tell me if how, how far off I am. So. When you were in cleaning, you're not selling to cleaners. You're selling to people with a sales or marketing background or an ops background that can now operate the business and operate a staff. Like your franchisees aren't the ones that are are typically going and, and cleaning the home. They're setting up setting up a business model. Uh, when you're working in in property management, you're finding someone that can operate operate a business. If I'm thinking here as you're talking, I mean my gut gut would go towards someone that would be very similar to that of, of a senior care franchisee. But the but when, I, when I'm thinking through this persona, someone in senior care tends to have gone through a, a challenge with an aging parent that they understood like the, the difference this would make. They're not the caregiver then anymore, they're still a business owner, but they've gone through some sort of trauma that makes, that, that makes them be able to resonate with them. So I, I start going there. I, I, I would guess it. My 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 doubt is that it's not someone that went through the trauma of needing a bio one. It's more so someone that has gone through a moment of empathy or compassion and now has decided to go in business. How how far off am I? You're close. Okay. Uh, so uh, many of our franchisees are former first responders. Uh, mm -hmm. So 
they've seen it, they understand the need for it, they recognize that that there's a um, that that there isn't an industry for this yet, or, or there is a huge need for it, but not you know um, it, it's there aren't many companies that do this. Um, so so we do we have quite a few former military, former first responders, um, police chiefs, uh, sheriffs. Uh, this is you know they they've been in the home when the family looks at them and says, well, now what, you know, now what happens? And, and, you know, sometimes the answer is, well, do you have a church lady or do you have a neighbor or do you have, you know, someone who can help take care of this? And so being able to help them understand one, that your homeowner's insurance, most of the time will cover this expense yeah. and two that, um, you know, there's a company you can just call and they'll be there. I mean, it's, we're a 24 seven business. But the interesting thing is, you know, that's kind of where we started. That's what we've done. Um, but more and more what we're finding is that um, this actually works really well as a as an executive model as well. Mm -hmm. And so we have folks who will start a franchise. Uh, they'll come in, they'll they'll build one up and then they'll buy a second tier, a second business, um, whether it's in the same contiguous area or whether it's across country. Uh, and so we've got quite a few franchisees who have multiple businesses. They've got great general managers there who are empathetic and, and convey, you know, the skill sets needed there. Sales and marketing mindset, lots of networking, lots and lots of networking. We're not a, you know, we're not, we're, we're a, we're a service that is needed immediately. People aren't shopping us. <laughs> and so for that, um, you know, a lot of our business comes from referral networks that we've built lots of relationships with police officers, lots of relationships with victim advocate groups. So does your does your competition, is it really more mom and pop because there's, there's not a lot in the space? Yeah, there's not there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot. Um, they're they're coming, um, of course. Uh, but with that, uh, you, you do you get the mom and pop, you get the church lady, um, you get independence. Yeah. Yeah. You get some of your restoration folks. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. So, all right, Danessa, talk to the ghosts out there. They've they've listened to us thus far. Uh, they're thinking about moving forward. What what do you want them to know about the business that maybe we haven't talked about so far? Yeah. Uh, so one of the things, and, and a lot of times people say, "Oh gosh, I don't know if I have the stomach for that." I mean, it's kind of gross. Um, but I, I think the other piece that people don't think about as much is the personal satisfaction they get from doing this. So uh, like most franchise brands, we do our franchise business review annual survey. And one of the things that we saw is that our franchisee satisfaction is off the charts. Um, they love, you know, and, and we, you know, the, we are the definition of a non-sexy brand. I mean, <laughs> there is, there are very few things that are very really sexy about what we do. But as you talk to our franchisees, the thing that they talk about is the fact that they are very tied to their community. They're able to give back to their community and have an amazing business model that goes along with it. Um, and by the way, our widget is that we clean up these things. So it, it, it's it's interesting. I think people sometimes don't give enough credit to that. Um, but as they go through validation with our franchisees, they will consistently hear that. I mean, what what I what I love about your approach, and it's it's always been this way. You're you're a no BS person. It's very very honest. And to to a franchise buyer, if if they if they can stomach the business that this is in, then then it's not overly hard to 
figure out the why you why now you're you're buying because of you and yeah. your your leadership style and saying look we said we're we are the opposite of sexy business uh you do a really good job at branding though uh like you make it look cool yeah. uh I could, I could never do it. I think I would, I would, one, I would cry too much. And then two, I would, uh, I'd probably throw up too much. So maybe there's some sort of business there that I should create is after you've gone through this, what is what is the, what, what does the recovery look like? But right. um, I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, it doesn't matter what brand you go to. I'll be a big fan of that brand. Uh, appreciate you sharing the story with me and uh, talking through this. Oh, likewise, Nick, always, always. Another episode of meet the Zor. See everybody. Yeah.